0: Oh honey, picture me upon your knee with tea for two and two for tea. Coming up on today's tea with Kenny P. Ken goes on this head journey thing that becomes a shameless request for iTunes reviews. Then, he flips out drinking Ted Lee's signature collection Keep Calm and Sip On. After which, he speaks with a couple about the tea-related, crowdfunded invention. Buckle up, dear listener, and be sure to tighten your adjustable buckle strap.
1: Imagine, imagine, you can imagine, Pokaroo flying in space. Imagine, imagine, you can imagine, he's zooming all over.
0: Blessings to you, dear listener. Did that sound weird? I thought I'd try a little something there. The, the effect I was going for was something like a, a cheery good morning, but not time-sensitive. So if you happen to be listening in the evening, it still applies. feels personal. But blessings to you seems like something someone who's about to hand you a leaflet might say. A leaflet about the Healing power of psychoactive toads. Well, if the weird psychoactive toad guy can say it, why not the weird tea podcaster? Imagine, if you will, you're walking down a busy sidewalk in business attire, expertly weaving through the crowd, the whole time sipping on a soy chai latte without spilling a drop. In your mind's eye, you're envisioning yourself 20 minutes from now up on the 32nd floor the Metroplex building, where you'll strut into that board meeting and blast out a stirring pitch, the likes of which those stodgy old businessmen and ladies have never heard. They'll even cry, and when you're finished, they'll burst into applause and happily hand you the entire Cransworth account, but you're yanked out of your visualization exercise by a dirty, bearded man. He's wearing a What do you call those long, flowy shirts? Like a nightie, almost? But instead of a picture of Garfield on the front, saying something like, Mondays? Oh, brother, with those Mondays, am I right? Right here, folks? Instead of that, it's got a crudely dyed pattern of simple shapes. Like like it was applied with potato stamps. And also, unlike the garfield nighty it's obviously not a poly cotton blend some type of woven plant fiber like hemp burlap or could it be camellia sinensis the common tea plant no no that would be crazy but the man hands you instead of a leaflet you were expecting he offers you a cassette tape you look at the label Beside the words, Maxell 90 Min, and crudely written Sharpie. is scrawled the words, Today's Tea with Kenny P. Then you turn the cassette over. Night Ranger, greatest hits. The man smiles at you, anticipating your reaction like he handed you a gift. He expects that you'll cherish. As if he believes the gift will fill a void in your psyche or something. How naive, you think. I've got an important business meeting in 20 minutes. You smile back at the man because you feel it's the polite thing to do. And he just continues to smile back, seeming to revel in the awkwardness. While well, you wonder to yourself, should I, should I give the tape back? Is he giving it to me or or did he just want me to look at it? You settle on offering the spare change in your pocket but he waves it away. In a polite way, he doesn't seem offended. He gives a look like he just remembered something and digs around in his rucksack for a minute. The rucksack has a picture of Garfield on it. Painted in... What do they call that? The In the 90s, the the, the puff paint, was it? And there's painted a balloon that indicates that puff paint Garfield is thinking. You can take your Mondays. No thank you with these Mondays. Know what I'm talking about here, folks? You look at your watch. You consider making a break for it just as he pulls out a Walkman AM-FM cassette radio and opens the cassette door slidey tray thing. You look down at the cassette. Briefly, you consider inserting the cassette with the best-of-night-ranger side up. Then, just before it slides into the door tray thingy, you decide to flip it. Well, I've gone this far, you think to yourself... Might as well check out this Today's Tea thing. You press play, and what follows is the ravings of a madman. It's weird, but it seems harmless enough. This tea weirdo, joyfully brandishing his tea cassettes, reminds you of the crayon scribblings of a child. Picture proudly hung on the fridge of a family of smiling, distorted characters. Sure, it's imperfect. I mean, it's hardly Rembrandt. But you appreciate that sort of enthusiasm and defiant effort that went into it. Involuntary, you make one of those Mona Lisa-style half-smiles. And you take off the headphones and say, Thank you. And start to walk away. The weird tea guy says, Oh, wait! But you've got to go. You've got that big meeting. He shows you a clipboard with a ruled sheet of paper on it the words iTunes scribbled on the top. I thought maybe, I mean, you know, I, I, I know you're busy, but maybe you could leave a review? I mean, if you wanted to. You look at your watch. You can spare a minute or two. It's not like I really outline this whole mind journey, but, but I'm sure everything will work out fine time-wise. So you take the pencil attached to the clipboard, Via a piece of orange yarn, Scotch tape to the eraser end, and you write a nice review. Me, mm. I feel like it, because a clever titan of industry such as yourself knows that even though there are many out there who don't listen to podcasts on Apple devices, you're not in that whole Apple ecosystem. Oh, brother! Let's not get phone here started on Siri, but iTunes seems to be the common list where all the other podcast apps, or podcatchers, if you will, used to feed their streams. And review numbers seems to be a way to get on that new and noteworthy list. Or whatever. Not only that, dear listener, but you'll be part of a club of these other lovely individuals, alongside the likes of G-Money1313, Four Crowns, Romanator, Jim Beef, and Apostrophe. Also some guy named Today's T Ken, who rather shamelessly gave a five-star review. Anyway, it's been a while since we've been together, and, and here I am coming off a long hiatus, with a mind journey that turns into a shameless request for iTunes reviews. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Next time we go on a mind journey, I'll try not to make it all about me. Let's drink some tea, shall we?
1: Hi, can I help you? Yes. Good, that's a start. What can I get you? Can I have a tea, please? Sorry, what? Can I have a tea, please? Canomile tea.
0: Sorry, I can't hear what you're saying. Tea, I'd like a tea. You want a tea? Yes, canomile tea. Then ask... I
1: am asking you.
0: No, 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 I'm not going to get you a tea when you ask me like that. You're being a wimp about it. Come on, ask me for a tea.
1: Can I have a tea?
0: Can I have a tea what?
1: Can I have a tea, please? All right. Now ask me. I am asking you. Louder. Can I have a tea, please? No, no, I'm not going to get you a tea when you ask me like that, you wimp. Come on, come at me. Can I have a tea, please? Come on, come at me. Can I have a tea, please? Be a man about it. I am a man.
0: The tea I'm drinking today is part of Tetley's signature collection. What this means is that the blend was carefully chosen by a tea master named Mark Donovan. Of course, that sent me down a rabbit trail into the world of tea sommeliers. But that's a topic for a different episode, dear listener, because there's so much more to talk about with Tetley's signature. Keep calm and sip on. That's today's tea. It's a chamomile-based tea mixed with spearmint and orange, which is actually a pretty nice combination. I, I thought it might taste like trying to eat an orange after you've brushed your teeth. But it turns out T. Sommelier Mike Donovan might know a thing or two about complementary tea combinations. I should warn you, dear listener, Camoile has a pretty big effect on me. And don't be surprised if I pass out before the end of this segment. And as Mrs. Today's Tea can attest, when sleepy time hits, I mean, I, I just I just become unbearable to any obstacle that stands between me and my Snuggabed. But speaking of tea flavor, these Tetley Signature tea bags have a unique tea bag string that separates and forms like a like a drawstring on a pair of those Christmas jammy flannel pants. You know what I'm talking about? Imagine your standard tea bag with a string and a tag, but the tag has two strings attached instead of just the one. The tag is perforated, letting you split it into two halves. And you can pull those halves in opposite directions, wringing out all that tea flavor. Normally you'd need a spoon for such a thorough bag wringing. It's hardly groundbreaking and maybe even a little dumb, but it's not every day a tea bag innovation comes along, dear listener. What was the last tea brewing innovation? The disposable bag? The tag and string? I'm asking because I don't actually know. I mean, what am I? Some sort of tea sommelier? Do I look like Tetley Tea Master Mark Donovan? I don't know. We probably do look alike, come to think of it. We're both big nerds. And we both get to thinking about tea more than any sane person should. Sorry, dear listener. I think it's the chamomile talking. The final thing I wanted to talk about with this keep calm and sip on tea is is probably going to turn into what's a long diatribe about this this whole keep calm and blank fad. I'm not really sure why, dear listener. Why keep calm and blank annoys me so. I try and keep things positive on this show, but, but everywhere I look, there's keep calm, keep calm. And it has the ironic effect of driving me nuts. There's a little bit of revisionist history when it comes to these posters. I imagine Keep Calm fans have a romantic vision in their heads. London, 1944. Beautiful old Gothic architecture burning and crumbling. A woman emerges from the smoke and dust. She's frantically searching around, looking for the pram she was separated from in the blast. And she spots the warped spinning wheel of the pram under the twisted metal of an exploded V-1 flying bomb. And there's a message, still legible, written on the side. Oh, your baby is kaputt, Fräulein. What are you going to do now? You're going to cry and scream? Like a, like a Wiener schnitzel? And the lady, she can feel madness begin to well up inside her, from the murky depths of her mind. She looks up, so she can bellow a final primal cry to the heavens before letting madness consume her. When she sees the tattered poster stuck to the side of a crumbling wall, keep calm and carry on, she straightens up, brushes the soot from her pleated skirt, finds her china teacup under a piece of burning refuse. There's a little bit of Earl Grey still in there. Wipes the soot off the rim of the cup and sits down for a nice proper cuppa. This poster being the single pillar propping up British resolve in the face of the Blitz. Well, that got a little darker than I wanted. I'm sorry there, dear listener. I think it's chamomile talking. And when we're talking about bravery in the face of tragedy and chaos, you could do a lot worse than a Londoner in the 40s. But let's think about what these posters are really saying, It's the privileged ruling class by right of birth saying, Hey, peasants. Hey, listen here, human resource. I realize things aren't ideal here, but, but don't let that stop you from being an effective cog in the war machine. I think that's why I like the Soviet posters. They tell it like it is. Hey, comrade. War machine needs cog. Cog is you. Have nice day. Dear listener, maybe you can kind of tell by now that i got, got a little thing for history. I do this thing where I binge on world wars or, or the Bolshevik revolution and, until I collapse into a depressed, disenchanted lump of humanity. I don't know why I do that. I guess it's the same part of me that follows the news, I guess. But as far as World War Two propaganda goes keep calm and carry on didn't seem to actually have a huge impact. Turns out the majority of these posters, part of a set of three along with the less pithy, your courage, your cheerfulness, your resolution will bring us victory, and freedom is in peril. Defend it with all your might. They were printed together and went straight from storage to be pulped in the paper salvage campaign. They used the... I guess they use the wood and paper pulp to make munitions somehow. I—I I don't know. What—what what do I look like, a tea sommelier? These posters remained in obscurity until some old copies surfaced back in the early aughts. But I don't think it's the poster's obscurity or even the revisionist history that truly gets the heart of my annoyance with the keep calm fad. When I was a child, dear listener. It wasn't uncommon for my nose to just bleed spontaneously. In fact, it wasn't until just a few years ago when I started sleeping with this face mask thing and wasn't snoring so much that the nosebleeds stopped. You see, dear listener, when you're a fat guy with a deviated septum, you get to sleep with a mask on your face, all decked out like some kind of scuba diver or fighter pilot. But that's a story for a different episode, dear listener. The point is, I was the kid with the weird condition, where my nose would explode in a violent, gory mess, like I were in a Bruce Campbell movie. What does that have to do with British propaganda slogans, you ask? Well, at the time, the prevailing wisdom was that most of my nosebleeds were the result of of an elevated heart rate, from being overexcited. So my mom would always say, you need to keep calm, Kenny. Settle down or you, you give yourself a nosebleed. John, Kenny, Kenny's going to give himself a nosebleed. Listen, if you don't settle down, you're going to have to lay down with a with a cool cloth on your forehead. So when I see those posters, all my inner eye sees beneath the Tudor crown is, You need to keep calm, Kenny, before you, you give yourself a nosebleed. Another problem I have with this, Oh, keep calm saying fad is, a lot of them are just lazy. Keep calm and, and drive a 2017 Toyota Camry. Some are so lazy they, they don't even bother to make sense. Keep calm and, and basketball. <sighs> oh, oh, great. <laughs> I'm just giving myself a nosebleed. All right. I'll be right back, dear listener. Sorry, dear listener, I was I think it's the chamomile talking. So anyway, you've got these people combining keep calm with other bumper sticker sayings like keep calm. And if you're close enough to read this, then you're, then you're driving too close. Keep calm and make America great again. Or, or a t-shirt that says keep calm. And, and I love my Irish setter and the people with these sayings on their shirts and cars strut around like they had to do something with the saying beyond just purchasing the stinking things. Number one, hypothetical, keep calm, and I love my Irish setter, straw man guy. It's not even remotely clever, unless your intention is to cause a brain aneurysm. Number two, you've taken this unclever shirt from where it might mercifully die at the bottom of a bin with a sign on it that says, T-shirts, ten for a dollar. Makes a good paint shirt or oil rag. But no, you've decided to encourage this madness with actual currency, making a mockery of the entire illegal tender system. You and your keep calm, and I love my Irish Setter shirt. And last but not least, Irish Setter guy, you know that particular breed of dog you're so crazy about? Irish Setters are highly susceptible to hip dysplasia. Yeah, that's right. They've got the the gnarled old hips of a, of a vitamin-deprived geriatric octomom. So you have fun with that, Irish setter guy. Keep calm and I love my Irish setter. You make me sick. Keep calm and...
1: That's funky. I like that. Thank you, yes. Yeah, that's a fun card.
0: Uh. Where does the uh, music come from? There's a small chip and speaker set that goes into the back of the card. Was it a CD? No, it's more like a um, a chip and speaker set that we. Uh, it's very small and it's about the size of your thumbnail, and we just put it right inside the back of the card. Like headphones? No, this is a computer chip that's devoted really to one function only the playing of the song when we open the card, and then I guess you could say its second function is turning off at this point. Like a Walkman? No, it's not. Not like a Walkman at all. Good. Hi, dear listener. I was thinking about that drawstring teabag innovation, and I was wondering about other tea innovations. So I got a hold of Trevor Sinclair, Who's recently pitched his new invention on biz. He said we could Skype him for an interview. So, so let's see if we can, uh, we can get a hold of him. Hi. Hello. Hi Trevor. Um, now a good
1: time. Are
0: you ready for that
1: interview? Yes. My name is Trevor Sinclair and I'm the inventor of the hands-free-from-tea, teacup-holding-neck-rack tea cup system. Ready for backing at Biz.
0: Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast, Trevor. Uh, and
1: thank you for having me.
0: And I see there's someone behind you who's wearing some sort of a- apparatus.
1: Yes, this is my wife, Karen, and she's here to demonstrate the hands-free-from-tea Tea cup holding neck rack system a little later. Oh, okay. Thanks for joining us, Karen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Karen can't, uh, she's unavailable to talk while she's wearing the, um, the, the hands free from tea, tea cup holding neck rack, neck rack system. Oh, okay. Well, uh, then Trevor, what can you tell us about your, um, your, your fun starter? Well, I actually made a video where I describe all the benefits of the hands-free tea decupolding neck rack system. Oh, okay. Well, this is a
0: uh, an audio podcast. Would uh, dear listener here benefit from just
1: the audio? Oh, just just audio? Uh huh. Well, I guess we we could have saved money here on this this web camera. And of course, Karen insisted on on getting her hair done. Whoa. well. Well, if it's any
0: consolation, Karen, I I think your hair the 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 part I can see around the hands free. What, what did you call it again? The hands
1: free from tea tea cup holding neck rack system. Right. Well, Karen, I think your hair looks lovely. Mm hmm. So. Just audio, huh? Well, shoot, that's not going to be adequate to show the uh, dear listener, as you call it, Karen's demonstration. She's been practicing for weeks, right? Right, Karen? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, it's it's okay, Karen. Um, when you when you said dear listener, does that mean you just have have the one?
0: Well, listening to a podcast tends to be a solitary activity, so. When I make a today's tea recording, I like to think of a, of a single listener, you know, who, who's all that matters. And I try to connect with that listener on a, on a more intimate level than if I just imagine that the listener was just one of a
1: faceless mass. Does that make sense? And you're, you're not afraid of. Of creeping the dear listener out? Well I I guess I never really thought about
0: it. Did you wanna play the should we should we listen to that video now? Yeah, I'll uh, okay. This is Karen. She's gotta unload all that heavy lumber from that truck. But what about her tea in the cup holder? She could unload the lumber and get back to it. But it'll cool down unless she's real quick, which wouldn't be safe. And there's a chance by the time she's done, she'll forget the tea entirely, leaving it to waste in the cup holder. <laughs> Silly Karen. That's why we developed the Hands Free from Tea Teacup Holding Neck Rack System.
1: Hi. I'm Trevor Sinclair, inventor of the Hands Free from Tea Teacup Holding Neck Rack System. Now all Karen needs to do is place her T in the specially designed gyroscopic receptacle and choose her heat setting, adjust the delivery arm, then place the harness over her shoulders, ensuring that it's tight with the adjustable buckle strap. Now all she needs to do is secure the insulated delivery tube, and she's ready to get that lumber unloaded thanks to the hands free from tea teacup holding neck rack system.
0: Wow, that's a great video, Kevin. And you were great, Karen. did you did
1: you really unload all that lumber while drinking tea? Mm-hmm. Well we, we we had to cut away actually there that was an earlier model of the gimbal com- of the uh, gimbal component in the tea receptacle and well, we've made a lot of improvements since then, haven't we? Right, right, Karen.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, it's 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 actually a lot safer now. Oh, I see. Karen wanted
0: to do a live demonstration for us. Maybe show off a few of those
1: safety improvements. Would that be all right, Karen? Mhm. Oh well, all right. I I've just been boiling some some water here off to the side, and I'll I'll just pour it into. Her tea mug, I should point out that the receptacle is adjustable, so you can use your, your favorite mug or, or, or tea cup, or even a, a whole thermos up there if you're going to be gone for the whole day. But you're, you're going to want to secure it good and tight. We also have the, the warming system where we can set the heat. I could, I, and I could keep it to a boil if I wanted, just, just set it to the highest setting, but, but, but Karen likes her tea good and hot, not, not boiling, but hot. Isn't that right, Karen? <laughs> so I'll just back the heat down, j- just a touch, and, and pour in the water, and I'll just attach a, a tea bag to the, to the steeping arm here. You could, you could, of course, also attach a metal infuser for, for loose-leaf tea. Okay, and, and we've set up a treadmill here for for Karen so we can simulate different activities from, from a, a light stroll all the way to a swift run. Isn't that right, Karen? Mm-hmm. We'll just start her off with a, with a light stroll okay now now would be a good time to demonstrate the um the steeping arm Karen she can just um as you see she she just pull that that near her chin which lets the the tea bag up out of the teacup with a um with a drip guard we added the the drip guard because the the tea bag would would drip down Karen's neck d- d- you remember that, Karen? Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of fun developing this over the years. Anyway, I'll just I'll just turn up the speed here to to a nice brisk jog and and set the set the incline. Trevor? Alright. No?
0: Is Karen alright? What? She, she, she just dropped out of frame there.
1: I think there's there's a problem with Skype. Maybe it's our internet. Trevor? Wh- what? Oh, oh, no, we're disconnecting.
0: Well, that was um, Trevor and Karen, and they're hands-free from tea something something. You can look it up on Biz or something. Well, that's all our time for today, dear listener. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Today's Tea with Kenny P. Please send your questions, thoughts, and feedback to Ken at todaysteawithkennyp.com or at Pelican on Twitter. If you like the show, give it a glowing review wherever you find podcasts. And better yet, recommend this show to a friend.